Hi, it's Adrian from Sophiest here, and I'm hosting this special 200th episode of the podcast. So welcome along to that, somewhat of a celebration. And this is a bonus episode because we're releasing early in the week, and we're going to be covering the Houthi Yemeni rebels who are attacking shipping in the Red Sea. And what effect does this have potentially on your shipping in terms of the costs that you're going to be paying and some other issues that you might face? Well, we want to get to that the bottom of that in this episode here so listen in if that is something that affects you hi welcome back to china manufacturing decoders the podcast from the sophist group i'm joined by another special guest one of my colleagues kate onikova who is our head of supply chain management and we're talking today kate about the situation with shipping in the red sea which could be affecting some of our listeners right yeah, definitely. Hi, Adrian. Hi, everyone. So I'm happy to be reinvited and to be your guest today. Yeah. And yeah, so Red Sea situation is a very hot topic these mm. days. So I think, yeah, let's uh, shed some light for our listeners on the situation, how it affects our importers and mm. uh, most importantly, uh, what we need to be prepared for. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a really good way to um, frame what we're going to do because we know that something's going on and we'll talk about that in a second. But okay, if you are affected, then wh- how are you going to be affected, perhaps, and what should you do? And I think those are going to be really helpful takeaways for the listeners. So just to start off with the news, I mean, I'm assuming everybody's kind of heard, but there's this group called the Houthis in Yemen, and they are Iran-backed militants. They control part of the country of Yemen, but they but part of it also has the uh, Yemeni government as well. And it's kind of like a civil war. But they have been attacking vessels passing through the Red Sea and going through the Suez Canal uh, into the Med to you know go go into Europe. So that's a heck of a lot of um, cargo traffic that's being affected. And they're doing it mainly, they say, because of the hostilities that's going on between the Israelis and Hamas in Gaza. And they're basically saying, we don't like it and we're going to attack Israeli allies until they stop. So the UK and US and some other countries have been bombing the Houthis. It doesn't seem to be working at the moment. And they're saying, saying, no, we're going to keep going despite the airstrikes. And so we are where we are. I think even China have asked Iran to help to stop what's going on. I mean, I think the Houthis are completely backed by Iran and perhaps, you know, take some kinds of orders from them or are at least given military aid by them. And China are usually quite friendly with Iran, I think. So China is saying to Iran, look, you've got to stop this because, of course, it's affecting Chinese trade as well because people are exporting from China. So I think that kind of that's where we are right now. And and that's sort of at the very end of January 2024. I don't think I've missed anything about that. But I think where you can come in, Kate, is to explain how this is affecting shipping firms and the effects that are sort of dripping down to the importers themselves first of all some ships are not sailing at all through the red sea now is that right yeah so that's a great start so quick uh, comment that yes china is very interested in this because uh, 
Uh, one part of it is uh, that, yeah, it's a lot of Chinese shipments, uh, shipments from China that are affected. But another part is that uh, it's even uh, has big, it has even bigger impact of uh, on shipments that are going from Europe to China. Oh. Because those have even less uh, less uh, space uh, if you if you check the quota between goods that are going from China to Europe and backwards. So backwards, they have uh, even less uh, space to do. So that that will affect uh, imported goods in China as well. So mm. yeah. So to to give you some more context, how it how it affects the navigation. So basically, the Red Sea uh, is around 12% of global trade, oh, wow. the route, the Red Sea route. So that's that's a huge number, uh, including 30% of uh, container traffic that passes through, through the Suez Canal, uh, linking the markets of uh, Europe, Asia, and uh, Middle East. And uh, any disruption in, in this route affects not only oil and gas prices, but mm. also availability and cost of a wide range of goods. And uh, at the end, uh, each of us will feel it uh, on, on the shelf sooner or later if this won't stop. So the international container shipping right now faces a critical uh, couple of weeks uh, due to Chinese New Year. So there is an increased number of uh, shipments from China and uh, every importer uh, dream is to get goods shipped out from China before Chinese New Year because wow. then everything sort of dies for at least a month or mm. so maybe not at least a month, but for months more or less. So everyone wants to ship out. It's uh, historically it's uh, the busiest time, and usually the shipping prices go up, and there is also an increased number of uh, containers going out from China. And uh, right now, so there is uh, like we have a this week's we have a critical situation as uh, ongoing attacks and uh, reroutings in the Red Sea uh, continue to impact. Uh, the sector ahead of Chinese New Year period. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, so recent attacks have had a direct impact on uh, ship insurance cost, significantly increasing them. So, of course, uh, shipping lines increase uh, insurance cost to protect themselves. Uh, bigger uh, shipping companies like Majorsk or MSC, for example, they have opted uh, for alternative routes uh, to avoid the Red Sea, uh, such as longer route around Cape of Good Hope. And I can I will talk about it in a more tangible uh, way uh, as to how many days of delay this causes. But this yeah. is what uh, bigger uh, major shipping lines uh, would do. So they try to find alternative way. But this change uh, not only increases uh, transportation cost, but also significantly extends uh, delivery time. Mm. If we talk a bit about numbers, uh, so more than 800 ships approximately, which is uh, uh, one third of the world's container ship capacity, are affected by the Red Sea attacks and the routings around uh, the Cape of Good Hope. So this is already already one third. So if you give it uh, one, two more months, we will see more and more retailers with uh, empty shelves and brands that would be out of stock. So mm -hmm. the situation keeps piling and the, the more it goes, like we, we might as well hit uh, pandemic 
logistic costs easily. Oh, uh, that's where okay. we are. Yeah, that's so, that's where where we are going now. So. So that was that was up to uh, around twenty thousand dollars a container, was it something <laughs> like that? Yes, something like oh, that. So no, to give no you problem. the idea about yeah about the costs that we have right now. So about uh, regarding Europe. Uh, so ocean freight increased a lot. So boats, as I said, will go uh, to Europe uh, via Cape of Good Hope. So which means that uh, shipping time increased by 15 days, which is about 50% of a shipping lead time of the boat. <laughs> so yeah. already increased in half, yes. Mm. And uh, as to ocean freight costs, so at the beginning of December, Container would cost uh, 20, 20 feet container would cost about uh, 1,500 US dollars. And then uh, by the end of December, it doubled. So it would cost around 3,000 US dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, the ocean freight is uh, 6,500. And uh, we already know that, uh, like, basically next week, starting from first days of February, it will be plus 1,000 US dollars. So it will be 7,500 already. Mm. So if you go back to 1,500 at the beginning of December, and which was also already like before Christmas, so the price, like December pricing was already higher than November, but now having 7,500 mm. and uh, delays in 15 days, which is 50% of the initial timeline, that that hurts. This is huge. Oh, no, no doubt. Does that cost? <laughs> yeah. do, does that cost include the insurance as well? Yes. Okay. Yes. So this is yeah. including insurance. Because so, I'd heard that some some of the shipping lines won't even they won't go there and they won't allow insure to be insured now because. No, but this, this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is what I'm, I'm saying is that about uh, boats that go mm-hmm. via Cape of Good Hope. So this is right. the yeah, routine. Okay, yes. And to, to yeah. put it into perspective as well, why is there an extra sort of 15 days? Well, they've got to go an extra 4,000 miles but to go around. Yeah. The, it's right around the south of Africa and up the, you know, the sort of left-hand western side of Africa. It's an extremely long distance because I suppose sometimes we don't realize how how large Africa is. You've got to go and check it on the map again. It's it's really huge. So because boats are normally going through the Red Sea, so you don't think about the size of Africa be, having an effect. But in this case, it does. And I'm, I'm sure I read somewhere that the extra fuel alone for that journey, it's like a million dollars worth of extra fuel per ship making that journey. Mm-hmm. So... Of course, that all gets added on to the cost that people are paying for sure. So where do we stand then as importers? I mean, what, what's the advice? Do we try and, you know, use different methods? Yeah. So let, yeah, let me also tell you a bit about US and understand that a lot of our listeners are coming from US. That's right. So, yeah, so as to US costs, so we had to be the same container cost at the beginning of December, which was 1,500. Then uh, by the end of December, it became 2,800 USD. And uh, right now it's uh, around 4,500 US dollars, so a bit lower than Europe. Uh, however, still already like triple high from yeah. beginning of December, and it will also increase by at least 1,000 USD at the beginning of uh, February. 
and uh, shipping time also increased uh, to about uh, 10 days mm-hmm. at least. So not as bad as Europe, but also quite uh, the delay is quite significant. Oh, uh, so... And at the same time, having this uh, situation with uh, sea shipments, we also see a big uh, increase in air freight cost. So we don't know yet, is it uh, due to peak season before Chinese New Year? Mm-hmm. Or is it because, uh, yeah, people always want to make money because they <laughs> see that some importers are pressed with lead time and they mm. need to to deliver and then they need to opt for air shipment. And, and then where this is where prices also start to increase. So this comes to my recommendation. First recommendation to importers is uh, to see if you still have uh, an option to diversify your supply chain. This is what I would advise. Like, for example, Europe has an extensive uh, uh, freight railway system, for example, mm. and, and this can and this can work for now. And uh, there are also like some truck deliveries, which are not less common, but rail is quite common to Europe. So this is what you can opt uh, or partial delivery if you are pressed with time you can and uh, uh, you can try with uh, air shipment uh, for a f- small batch of goods for example that are mm. critical for you and to you and then the rest you you send by rail for example or you send by container shipment if you are less pressed with lead time let's say so try to diversify try to find new ways either railway or truck at, at the moment Unfortunately, I do have a gut feeling that those pricing will also go up mm, as it, well, as it happened with air shipment. Yeah. Yes. However, it's still, yeah, better safe than sorry. Uh, mm. And for the US, remember that yeah, US has a West Coast as well. So this is where you, you should head uh, first when, when you plan mm. your routine that you- will work better. When, you, when yeah. you spoke about the shipping costs to the US going up, are we talking East Coast then? Because they would they would normally go yeah. in that route. Or you talk yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, so how about West Coast shipping? Well, West Coast is better. Mm-hmm. They they don't use the same route. No. So West Coast should be better. However, if you need to, if you need your goods to to be delivered to, to East Coast, then mm. that would be extra yeah. extra cost for you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. This is an ongoing situation. And as you've mentioned, it may get worse in terms of if it keeps carrying on, prices are probably going to climb and delays are going to go up. I suppose anybody that's shipping now, if you've got shipments leaving China right now, then you are going to miss Chinese New Year. But effectively, if you're looking at shipping fairly soon, actually, you're not going to be shipping now. You're going to be shipping after Chinese New Year anyway. So we're looking at March. So I suppose... We can revisit this in March and see what the situation's like. Maybe things have calmed down in the Red Sea, so things will hopefully quickly go back to normal. But at this point, we can't say. But I suppose that for some exporters who are getting stuff made in China, the break for Chinese New Year, it might be beneficial if things calm down. Yeah, definitely. So if you are worried that uh, your product would not be produced uh, before Chinese New Year, maybe it's a good thing. On a positive side, yes, you might have, yeah, you might have a tight margin to see. Hopefully, situation will be resolved. Right. Uh, Because if it will not be resolved shortly, I'm sure that will be 
resulted uh, in higher prices at supermarkets or petrol stations like all of us we will feel them because uh, we have increased shipping costs we have delays and yeah. so those uh, yeah those global trade uh, disruptions yeah. will resonate at the individual level no matter what affecting uh, purchasing power and consumer behavior yeah uh, so Absolutely. definitely let's hope for the best but prepare for the worst uh, wise words the wise words either, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so try to do some planning so basically if you are not urgent to, to ship right away our advice would be to wait after Chinese New Year because mm-hmm. usually organically the prices go down after Chinese New Year first. Mm-hmm. And secondly, we can hope that the situation will will be solved. And if there is no way for you to wait, uh, we advise you to consider alternative uh, shipping ways such as railway tra- uh, transportation or you can, if it's Europe, you can also look into truck deliveries. This is also quite popular these days and they also mm. go to Europe as well. Yeah, or partial shipment with uh, air shipment and, yeah. and following by railway or by sea shipment, uh, whatever the situation is. Great. Yeah, I'd also like to mention that we do have our in-house logistic department. So mm. we can, uh, based on your inquiry, we can help you to find a tailored solution that will answer your needs in the most uh, cost-effective way, knowing the situation. So we'll try to find the best option, shipping option for you. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, well worth getting in touch. And you can do that by going to our website. And I'll leave the links here in the uh, podcast episode that you're listening to right now kate thanks for coming on uh short but sweet this one and some really great advice based on what's going on in the red sea and uh, hopefully that's been helpful to everybody in terms of making some decisions on how you're going to handle it we will get you back on soon i'm sure kate thank you yeah thank you for having me again and yeah so happy chinese new year Uh, yes happy chinese new year to you (laughs) and to all the listeners because it literally is coming up very soon at the start of february And uh, Year of the Dragon this year, a very auspicious year. And um, if you are enjoying the podcast, please go drop us a little five-star review. You know we love it, right? So thanks, everyone, for listening today. And we'll be back on Friday with our normal weekly episode. Thanks again for listening to this podcast brought to you by The Sophie's Group. We're on a mission to provide you with everything you need to manufacture effectively in Asia, including inspections, auditing, new product development support, contract manufacturing, 3PL warehousing and fulfillment, and much, much more across Asia's key manufacturing areas. Visit us at sofeast.com, that's S-O-F-E-A-S-T dot com, to learn more and get help. If you've enjoyed the podcast today, please do rate, review and share, because it will really help others discover us too.